0: What's going on, everybody? We're back. Bulmus day two. We're rolling along here, trucking along here. Got an action-packed episode, a quick one, which is why you see we got a little guest in here as the boldness trend continues. It's boldness day two. Uh, Covering a little bit of NFL today, it will be split up into a couple parts over the next couple days of boldness here, so definitely stay tuned. Stay, you know, locked into the stuff we're posting out because you don't want to miss our picks. I know, uh, I know, we had a much better uh, overall record last weekend. I think with giving out some some heaters, uh, some of my money line plays might not have been good at least for me personally. But I know. A decent amount of the player props I gave out were good. I know I got snubbed on Michael Pittman. Four catches in the first quarter and then went out with a concussion. So, was very on pace for that over six and a half uh, total receptions. But we'll leave that one in the past and look forward here to the two-game sleep on Saturday. But before we get into that, I do want to inter- introduce our special guest, guest analysis, or analyst and guest picker, Ben welcome to the show man appreciate you hopping on taking time out of your uh, out of your night and jumping on and talking some uh, football with us.
1: yeah guys thanks for having me uh, if you don't know me uh, I'm an, I'm an auburn alum here to talk some uh, college football and uh, NFL uh, big big auburn fan obviously I like the Patriots so it's been a, a rough year and so I'm I'm looking forward to some n- new uh,
2: recruits and whoever we get in the draft
1: honestly so.
2: Yeah, you you had some good years, so I think a bad year is is over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no one feels yeah. bad for me right now. So <laughs> yeah, no. I think it's. Uh, what do you got, Jack?
3: I was just gonna say it's it's pretty funny, you know. If let's just say the Jets did have Rodgers, let's just say that for a second. Let's let's just look to next year uh, with the Dolphins and the Bills being powerhouses right now, at least you know during the regular season if the jets had a nice record like that too to see the ba- the patriots all the way down there with only three wins i mean it's it's awesome man for so long we saw the bills jets and dolphins have three win seasons while the patriots go on to have 12 win seasons but now the script is finally flipped and it just it's it's awesome i'm so happy
1: yeah i don't know if the uh, jets will ever find a way to be a competitive yeah. franchise but uh, honestly, just fire Mac Jones into the sun. And that's about all I have.
0: Yeah, so is, uh, I mean, Pat, is Bailey Sappy the quarterback of the future?
1: Absolutely not. But, <laughs> but at least the fan base likes
0: him, you know? Hey, he's playing. he's playing hard for the franchise. Uh, he's trying his best. He went out on Thursday night, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, and put on a good performance against the Steelers uh, at Pittsburgh, which is a very tough place to win. You know, props to him for getting that done. Obviously, doesn't seem like he's going to be the guy going forward, and neither does Mac Jones. So, they got a lot to figure out. Bill Belichick, obviously, more of a defensive guy. Uh, and is it uh, – who is the ex-Penn State, ex-Texans coach, Bill O'Brien? Bill is Bill he the O'Brien.
1: coordinator over there? The, yeah, the steel chin. And, I, it, honestly, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this is like Bill Belichick's last season in a, in a Patriots, you know – head coaching job, which which honestly makes me sad, but it feels like it's trending that way. So,
3: Let me wow, tell you wow. right now, if Billy O'Brien becomes the head coach of the Patriots, I will be so happy. Um, I'll kill myself. <laughs> I, there aren't too many coaches that I, like, really don't think are all that good, but Billy O, oh my gosh, the way he blew up the Texans organization, love oh, so that. Bad. Love that for Jacksonville. Giving away DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, that was something else, but oh my gosh. I, lo- I love Billy O. If he could go around the Patriots franchise like he did the Texans, um, I'd be a big fan. So
0: what's uh, well let's, you bring up a good you bring up a good point. He can he he did blow up the Texans and he and he does he does seem to uh not have the best track record, but what is there to blow up in New England? I mean who who, who do, who do they have that they're blowing up and sending off? I mean, what 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 is there to blow up?
1: Uh, Ramondre, maybe. Our, our defense isn't that far away from being competitive. I mean, we've I think we're the first team to hold uh to, to give up less than 10 points in back to back games and lose both games. So, you know, That's I, tough. I, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's really, you know, quarterback wide receiver thing. And honestly, just please get me someone that can call plays because, you know, we had Matt Patricia last year, which is a lot of pain. So hey man, I'm
0: uh I'll am I'll take Matt Patricia as the D, D uh D coordinator on the Eagles. Because Sean, no, Sean he was Desai he was calling the offense. Oh, he was yeah. calling the offense to New England? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a disaster. Uh yeah, well they got a lot to figure out. If I'm Bill Belichick, I'm I'm you know, maybe thinking about moving on because there's you know it seems like there's a lot more than just roster management. Uh, to be addressed out there in New England, but, look, you guys have the Bruins, you have the Celtics, there's other good teams where you can kind of just let the Patriots be the Patriots. It kind of seems like they're going to be bad for a long time, just kind of based <laughs> on what the roster is and, and where they are with the coaching staff and, and uh, obviously the fan base is there, but Brady left and uh, it's not looking too good in the future.
1: I agree with you on that one. And we were bad for a while before we got Brady so you know.
0: Yeah, well, look, if if there was a uh, a 20 year uh you know dynasty to be had, I think you guys pretty much uh fulfilled the the best possible outcome you could have had. Uh, I think any any fan base would uh you know trade being horrible for decades and then post dynasty being horrible as well for the run you guys went on what, was it six Super Bowls. Uh, just uh, you know, continuous playoff runs, always, always getting there. Super Bowl losses, like I mean, Brady, what lost four Super Bowls as well as, as yeah. winning six. So, um, was yeah, it three or I, four? It was three. It was three. It, it was,
2: was Eli twice and full. Right. Okay. So yeah,
0: okay. I mean, yeah. you know, the guy played in what nine Super Bowls, uh, or, or ten because and if you count the Bucks, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So. I mean, any fan base would probably trade for that, but enough about the Patriots. Obviously, Ben, I know it's your squad, but we don't need to spend much time up there. (laughs) Um, We can move on to the slate at hand, the Saturday slate, which I always love a little NFL Saturday in the holiday time, but uh, Bengals traveling to Pittsburgh, Uh, Jake Browning's Bengals, playing red hot and really in control uh, of, uh, you know, I'm a big control your own destiny guy. They kind of control their own (laughs) destiny. So I'll jump it over to Jack here. How are you reading this game? Uh, Are the Bengals going to be able to have success on the road uh, in a tough environment uh, in a team that's not dead yet in the Steelers?
3: Yeah. You know, the Steelers are not dead yet, but they damn well should be. You're trotting out Mason Rudolph Uh, Kenny Pickett is hurt, but he's not doing anything for you. You got Mitch Trubisky. uh, His his time filling in has been awful. So now you're going to try out Mason Rudolph. You've got George Pickens not wanting to pick up a block. You've got Najee Harris, who who has the worst vision out of any running back I've seen in a long time. Uh, He looks incredibly slow. I mean, he's, he's turning into Trent Richardson, like I think we all kind of expected. And uh, I just don't see where the Steelers come up with the juice for this one. I really don't. You 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 think Jalen Warren pops off for like 150 yards on the ground? I think that's maybe the only way you get it done. Maybe you get some defensive touchdowns out of this Steelers team. But dude, it's got to be the Bengals. It's got to be the Bengals. And that's that's me saying the Bengals even without Jamar Chase. Even yeah, without Jamar Chase in this one, uh, I still think T Higgins gonna be able to get it done. I think Joe Mixon gonna be able to get it done. Also, that that secondary running back, what's his name? Um, uh, Chase Brown. Chase Brown? That guy's looks electric. He's really been coming on these past couple of weeks. So, I like the Bengals in this one. I just think they have a little bit more to work with. Uh, I, I know that this is a divisional game in Pittsburgh Saturday night, so you want to call it pri- or Saturday afternoon, you want to call it a primetime game, you can I'm still going to go with the Bengals. Jake Browning is, he's rolling right now. Uh, uh, this is a two and a half point game. Don't love that. Uh, so I'm just going to take the, the the Bengals on a money line and I'll parlay with the under as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, both defenses have been shaky, but can also maybe make something happen. I think the environment of Pittsburgh really plays into it the most, but, uh, yeah, you brought up a good point too about trotting Rudolph out there. Um, you know they are trotting him out there, and it's not like he's an unknown. We've already seen what he can do out there, and uh, I think his most famous highlight is is slamming his helmet on Miles Garrett. So if that's your most famous highlight, and you have a good amount of starts, uh, you know, probably not going to be a, a bright spot for the Steelers uh, offense going forward. But yeah, I mean, they're trotting him out there. Uh, there's already tape on him. An NFL defense will be ready for him. Don't think he'll have much success. But Brian, I want to get your read on this game. What do you got?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, you mentioned Rudolph. You'd think a guy with that last name would be in for a good day right before Christmas. But he's just that fucking terrible where I can't even, like, go into that. I'm wearing the sweater, too. Like, I'm in the spirit. But Mason Rudolph is just a terrible – he looks like a terrible person, too. Dude has the most punchable face in the NFL. And so I just, I can't get with Mason Rudolph. I can't jump on that train. Jack mentioned the Steelers are going to have to figure out something to go their way to win this game. I think the only way that happens is if Renegade gets played 200 times. They're going to have to play every down while they're on defense, and that's maybe they win this game. I've talked about it. Bengals are the team of destiny. Jake Browning, as long as he's alive, the Huskies are alive. Those two go together. As long as they're both winning games, they're going to both be winning games. So, Bengals minus two and a half is the bet.
0: Yeah, it seems like a Bengals train here because we've seen Jake Browning be able to get it done a few times now. I mean, you know, people forget, and Jack, I know it's your squad, but he went down to Jacksonville and and pulled out a dub when nobody expected him to do that. And then – and then followed it up with a, uh, a another win the following week. So, someone expected that Jaguars. though. Well, I know you expected them, but <laughs> mo- most of the other uh, people, analysts, whatever you want to call it, were not anticipating that. But yeah, before before I give out something, Ben, I want to know what your read is on this game. Uh, it. it You know, everybody's pretty bangles heavy here so far. Are you staying the same way, or are you going to ride with Tomlin?
1: You know what? I'm going to have to go the other way just to be the devil's advocate. And, you know, someone's got to talk about this Steelers defense. I mean, they play ugly games. They make your offense just grind to a halt. And they're not fun to watch. Like, they really aren't. Um, But, you know, they're at home. It's going to be cold. Honestly, give me the under. Buy it up a half point so you don't get hooked at 37 and you know somehow in some way the Steelers get this done and i don't want to watch the game so
0: <laughs> yeah i think uh i think you know you're not you're not terribly wrong there so what the plays the under
1: is that what we got little underplay 100% and if if you want to feel safer you know just like tease it up a few points uh you know have that insurance but you know i and i i don't blame people for for being on the Bengals, and I think they're favored, like rightfully so. But kind of, it just kind of makes you think, like, what is what does Vegas want you to take? You know? Yeah, I I tend to agree with the Pittsburgh
0: home aesthetic. I know that being uh, out there in Pittsburgh, obviously for whatever reason, they just seem to play better, <laughs> especially this time of year when it gets a little colder too. It is a divisional matchup, but I just like I I I, I put all those things in my head, right, and I'm like, okay it seems like it makes sense to go to Steelers and then it comes back to the quarterback and the quarterback the last few weeks has been Trubisky and now it's Mason Rudolph. And I just, I can't get behind that. I like, I just can't vision it, picture it, that Mason Rudolph is going to go out there and win a football game against a red hot Bengals team. Jake Browning hasn't looked like he's going to slow down anytime soon. I know he's without Jamar chase, but Look for Joe Mixon to get involved early and often. I know they're going to feed the ball to T. Higgins. I think they built a lot of chemistry last week, as you saw Higgins not only make a couple nice grabs, but have two touchdowns. So I see him getting going. Um, I'm going to have to lean Bengals here and take him on the money line as well. Uh, I think I just I want to lean Steelers because of that home environment. But it always comes back to the quarterback and Mason Rudolph being there is just such a big problem for me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just can't get behind Mason Rudolph. Give me the Bengals on the money line, and uh, kind of like you, Ben, really don't look forward to watching this game. But to move on to the nightcap, uh, 8 p.m. game Saturday night. Most people will be pre-gaming, getting ready to go out to the bar. The Bills travel out to L.A. to take on the Chargers in the Dome. Chargers are completely done, right? No Keenan Allen. They're on the backup quarterback stick. Uh They're basically giving up. I mean, fired Brandon Staley, fired the GM. If you're the Chargers, tank for a better draft pick. I mean, there is, you get zero out of winning this game. I don't even, I don't even think you bring momentum into next year by winning games at the end of the season because of how long they have off. Um, So before I get into more analysis, I'll jump over to you, Brian, and kind of get your thoughts on this game. I know it's in the dome and you're a big, you know, Aesthetically, uh, a
2: dome points guy
0: are is the over in the cards here?
2: Uh, the over is not in the cards because this game is a Peacock exclusive. Hmm. You mentioned people pre gaming and not being able to watch this game. I'm not going to have this game on because they're not going to buy Peacock for the six dollars a month it is to get one NFL game. It's just it's a mess. Um, the fact they're having the Sunday night football commentators do this one and Noah Eagle do the one that's actually on NBC is a joke, an absolute disgrace. The execs at NBC should all be fired for that. Although Noah Eagle is cool. I like the job he did with the NFL slime time uh, to Saints Bears playoff game way back win. But yeah, the bills, it's a 68% chance to make the playoffs with a win and they're going to win this game. I think we can all agree. They're going to win this game. It's just, do they cover that 12 and a half number? I don't think so. I'm gonna believe in Easton Stick here. I think, think the Bills might try out some new things. Uh, maybe sit some vets and Easton Stick. Let's see what you got. So yeah, Chargers plus twelve and a half is gonna be my play. That's pretty wild,
0: considering the Chargers are coming off like what a thirty or forty point blowout loss. <laughs> That's part of the picking uh, here. against the Raiders. So, uh, a much better offense in in the uh, in the Bills here. I guess you could try and play that angle of like, oh, they got blown out last week, so this week will be closer, oh, which sometimes yeah. tends, which sometimes tends to be true. But um yeah, Jack, are you seeing the Chargers covering covering 12 and a half here?
2: Dude,
3: tough. Brian said Brian said it perfectly. We know the Bills are winning this game. We just don't know if they're covering that 12 and a half. It's really tough for me. I don't want to touch it. I really don't the bill we we know the, the bills just won by 27 points twenty twenty eight 28 points the other night Blew against out the, the cowboys Blue out
2: 21 garbage time touchdown at the end oh my bad so 21 <laughs> points against the cowboys
3: and now you're playing the chargers who just lost by 40 points as matt said to the raiders i mean There's no doubt that this game could – Bills could cover 50 points. I mean, you know, it absolutely could happen. But with the the players that they plan to sit, with the fact that they know that they have this game in the bag, traveling across the country, I don't think that they cover the 12 points. Still not touching it. But I just don't think they're going to cover the 12 points. Um, My play in this one is going to be Austin Eckler on the receiving yards. Uh, I think we we may have given this one out last week. Again, Easton stick. This guy's nothing. Uh, He's going to have to he doesn't have Keenan Allen in this one. He's going to have to dump the ball down. So I like I like uh, Austin Eckler to go over on the receiving yards
0: and maybe with the new head coach. I know obviously might not be the guy for the future, but at least just the change. Maybe this coach will will be like, you know, smarter than a third grader and get Austin Eckler involved and not rotate three running backs in there. Uh, Austin Eckler's your best offensive weapon here with Keenan Allen out or Keenan Allen out. The fact that Brandon Staley like doubled down and was like, yeah, uh, we're going to rotate all the running backs and then proceeded to get blown out. And every time Austin Eckler was actually even in the game, they were they looked somewhat competent. Eckler was moving the ball, and then he got bu- pulled right back out. So, like, I, 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 I'm, I like, confident that Staley wanted to get fired because who in their yeah. right mind would do that? I mean, Eckler's your best weapon here, especially with Allen out. you got to feed the man the rock. I mean, it just makes the most sense to do. Um, with that being said, I'm not confident that it'll happen. But again, I'll save mine till the end, Ben. Want to get your opinion on this game? Which way do you see it going? I, I I gotta know, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Real quick, I don't have you know some great analysis on this, but uh, spreads over ten have been hitting at a very high clip this year. Uh, the Chargers are all but dead and gone, and the Bills need to win. They're not gonna play around. They're gonna get, they're gonna get up early, get their players out. Bills are covering, but I will will point out that uh, with Keenan Allen out, who are they going to throw the ball to? I like the Eckler pick. If you aren't comfortable on his yards because he's slower than, you know, uh, Cole Houghton's car, uh, you can <laughs> do his receptions, uh, which is probably a safer play. I don't know what it's at. But I also think that Gerald Everett, the tight end, is a great pick for uh, receiving yards in this. Well, like big, 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 big tight end, good catch radius. And he, and he slept on. I don't think – he probably has, like, absolutely, like, zero handle on him in on the books. So
0: Yeah, I think uh, it's probably sitting around three-and-a-half or four-and-a-half for the Eckler total receptions, if I had to guess. That's usually where it's been around all year. I don't hate it at all. I, I do think they, they get Eckler involved here because he just hasn't been involved and it's a completely new coach. And anyone with half a freaking brain would get the best player that you're paying a decent amount of money to uh involved because you know he he, it's a new coach it's kind of a spot for him to showcase himself a little bit to the league like you know he has a little more spotlight on it i have brian looking there like he's dazed and confused so i'll let him say whatever fucking piece he needs to say go
2: eckler is like he's washed man and i want you mentioned like when he was on the field good things happened last week they tried to run a bubble screen to him and the Raiders DB ran from 20 yards off the ball, saw Eckler was in the game, they were <laughs> going to throw him the ball, got a pick six with one hand, and then t- got, it turned into a pick six.
0: Yeah, that was because the quarterback completely just, like, lofted. That was, like, a horrible plate design.
2: That's like, that, that, was, was, that, was that was in on. no
0: way Austin Eckler's fault.
2: Well, I'm just saying, like, he came in <laughs> like the game. 0%, 0%. It kind of goes to your ball. point, he finally came in the game and he knew they were going to throw him the ball. But he's still, he can't run. He, he looks like an old man out there.
3: Look, I, I think Austin Eckler has definitely lost a touch, to your point, Brian. he He's never been the best runner of the football, you know, between the tackles and all that, and the right. numbers definitely prove that this year. But still, you know, catching the ball out of the backfield, that's what he does best. If the quarterback can get it to him, that is. I mean, come on. I saw that replay just as well as you did. That DB knew what was happening the second that the ball got snapped. I mean, he was already right. running over. That's that's on coaching, man. Whether you want to shout out the DB or uh, you know the, the the Raiders defensive coaches for 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 knowing that, for dialing that, and teaching that, you know that's that's taught. That's not. It's and, a and Matt's point. There's there's
2: no you, you can't blame it's not on Eckler. You just yeah, can't blame it. It might not be on Eckler, but it's zero
0: um... percent on Eckler. Like there's no <laughs> like, way. I just know you wanted to go against. Well, me, no,
2: so and I'm, I'm going saying... to it. I'm saying you said when he was in the game, good things happened. And they figured it out. He was in the game. And they're like, oh, they're definitely giving him the ball. And then it was a pick six.
0: If that's how I said it, I should have phrased it. When you get a complete the pass to him, good <laughs> things happen.
2: That's fair. Uh, before you go, his line is three and a half, but it's with juice. So I see it at minus 165 for three and a half. And then four and a half is plus 125.
0: Yeah, that three and a half is a little bit of juice. Ben, did you want to jump in there and add something <laughs> there at the tail end?
1: Yeah, just uh, one quick stat in the last two games. Uh, Gerald Everett has a seventy percent snap percentage and is seeing eight targets and five receptions in the last two games each. So he's. I, th- I think. I think you just kind of have to have to take advantage of that big body up the middle. So
0: and those <laughs> and those stats come with you know uh, what's the guy's first name?
3: Easton. Easton. Uh, Easton.
0: No, no, no. I know Gerald Everett. I didn't, I knew it was Stick. I didn't want to keep calling him Stick. But Easton (laughs) Stick, that sample size is with him at quarterback. So that bodes extremely well going into this game, uh, considering obviously he's the quarterback. But yeah, and, I guess. What's that, Jack? I know you were going to say,
3: you know, you know, that that shouldn't be too surprising either. Generally, when when a newer quarterback, rookie quarterback, inexperienced quarterback, you know, call it what you want. When a newer quarterback comes in, they normally are looking right over the middle, big target tight end. So I really like that play, Ben.
0: Yeah, it's 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 some good insight. And that's why we bring the guest pickers on because, the you know, you never know what they got. But that's some great stats right there. Great stat pull. You know, I mean, that's great what stuff. that's what we look for. You came on, you're prepared with the stat pull. And it's a great stat pull because, like you said, that sample size you pulled the stat from is with the quarterback who's going to be quarterbacking the Chargers uh, when they roll out there. So good stuff there. I think there's a lot of good juice there for both those reception plays. But, Ben, I think you really kind of alluded to it. And I hate taking the big spreads. But the NFL the recently, the big spreads have been hitting. I've seen enough out of the Chargers to know that, you know, maybe Austin Eckler has a nice game, but I am not. I I, I mean, to get blown out by the Raiders like that, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. Um, You know, they're, they're toast. They've given up. I know they weren't playing for Brandon Staley. Maybe there's a little more juice here because it's a new coach, but I'll take the Bills minus 12 and a half. I'm confident that they can go out there and get it done. And like you said, the Bills aren't like, you know, this three lost team that can kind of afford to lose games they got to continue to win games yep. so they're going to come out fired up they're going to you know come out looking ready to play and i don't think that since it's an 8 30 game i don't think the time zone is really going to mess with them that much i think they'll be relatively locked in for what that is. So, I'll take the Bills on the big spread. Hopefully it hits because that would be pretty awesome because I usually don't take the big spreads, but I think the Bills just really need it a lot more. And the other thing I wanted to ask is, I keep saying the new coach. Who the hell is the new coach? Cuz I don't even fucking know. Need time to
3: look fucking that, one.
2: that is a great
3: point. <laughs> great I, I, question. I assumed, I assumed it was going to be Kellen Moore.
2: Oh god! I assume there uh it's assumed a guy named Jeff Smith. Oh god. GIF? Oh god, not this. That's so a made-up name. It's J or G I F F. So is that GIF or GIF? I think it's GIF. <laughs> I
3: don't know. I'm calling it Jeff.
2: <laughs> I don't know, but either way, it's
3: ridiculous. Leave
2: it to the Chargers to hire a guy that we can't pronounce his name right. And his last name is Smith. So <laughs> It's a, it's a
0: it's a meme franchise, man. And I, if I'm not mistaken, and I think we tried to like tailor this because like we would go on rants like all the time. Isn't like the one of the first shows we ever did? Didn't I go on like a huge rant about that car? Chargers are horrible. They have no fan base. Organization okay. is ran so poorly. Like Thirty. Minutes. We gotta pull that <laughs> clip, dude. That just sounds like the front office GM head coach, everything in, 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 in the Chargers organization is just a little bit of a mess right now. And and until that gets sorted out, we're going to keep seeing inconsistent play and uh, possibly more blown leads in the playoffs.
1: But I think the clip very much would apply at this point in time. I got uh, one quick fun fact about the Chargers, by the way. In the what last 20 you? years, they have had four different quarterbacks. The Browns have had four quarterbacks in the month of October. So,
0: interesting.
2: Yeah, that's a little nugget
0: <laughs> out, out of left field. <laughs>
2: and the Browns, well, right <laughs> the Browns are better off. The Browns are better off. The franchise right
0: now. Well, you that's know, I mean, uh, we'll wait till we get to. Uh, we'll wait till we get to uh, the Browns, but you guys already know I'm big Joe Flacco guy here. I know. know? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> he's, he's from the Horsham area. He's Bucks County guy. I mean, <laughs> it's a guy who you know, basically, my neighbor. Uh, growing up. So, <laughs> oh, I, hometown, hero. I I mean, hometown hero. I get it. Hometown <laughs> hero. Yeah, I won't get onto it anymore, but damn, bro. 400 yards he almost threw for. And interceptions. you laughed at me. He, you still laughed at me when I took his over pass He was like, what, over 240 passing yards? And you told me I was like, just, that was not the right take. And he soared over, Stored over. But, yeah, I think that uh, kind of wraps it up. Unless you want to touch on, on one more thing, Ben. I, I see the mic come off. It seems like you're ready to jump in.
1: No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, we're all good. We can we can keep it pushing here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so know, be-
3: I just want to get uh, Ben's Ben's Auburn uh, Music City, you know, the Music City Bowl out in Nashville, Tennessee. I want to get your, your prediction on that game, Ben. How, how do you think the Tigers are going to fare in that?
1: Yeah, so so let me give you a quick rundown. It'll be on December thirtieth. You know, we're all going to be waking up, eat, eating some lunch. You know, getting our getting our ABC shopping carts ready. Uh, and there's going to be a great football game on. And to be honest, I was nervous at first. I really was. I'm going to go and give uh, Maryland their flowers here. They hang with Michigan. They've hung with Ohio State. They're a good team, they're, like up and down the field. They're they're a good team, but their leaders out. I don't. I'm sure you if, if you know unless you've been hiding under a rock. Uh, Tuluia Tungavailoa is opting out for this game, and it kind of I have some questions on that. But first off, I don't see why he would do that because uh, this Auburn secondary is going to be depleted of, of, of opt outs. And uh, I thought it would be a great uh chance for him to you know, in his last college games to really run up the stats. But uh, this gives Auburn a huge edge, they jump from three and a half to seven point favorites, they're going to be essentially at Auburn north up in nashville it's going to be rocking i mean the fans are going to have a lot of fun juice in them from the from broadway heading right over and auburn is going to roll with this game it's not going to be close yeah well So. so auburn i believe is undefeated in nashville and well not counting vanderbilt um and the last time we played we set the most points in a bowl game first half against purdue in the music city bowl I don't right. know if you remember
3: that. We we, we put we, we were talking about that the other day. We put up sixty three points, uh, in 20, 2018 with Jared Stidham and Seth Williams and Anthony Schwartz. Yeah, we put up the sixty three burger uh, in the Music City Bowl twenty eighteen. Last time we were there, I didn't know we put up a record for first half points though.
1: Yeah, I believe it was like fifty two or, or something like that. If there's one thing that's going for Auburn,
0: they're playing um, what? they're playing in the bowl game that they last won. Yeah. so there's one thing that they five got here to go yeah they yeah. haven't won a bowl game in five years and this is the first time they're playing you know what same stadium same bowl game yep. uh you know that's something to look at i would yeah. say that definitely that definitely plays in their favor i think that wraps it up ben i know you had a surprise bowl game pick that you were talking about i don't know if you want to release that yeah. to, <laughs> the, to the fans who tune in but i want to know what this sneaky bowl game pick is because it, as a degenerate better myself if it's some plus money juice i probably <laughs> will be all over it okay
1: it. yeah so for those of you that like you know gross college football games and if you're just a football fan in general for old school give me uh air force money line versus jmu this oh, Saturday. oh no <laughs> the, the right, Sunbelt school
0: that one
1: <laughs> the Sunbelt school runs a a, a read option the whole game. That's going to just deplete JMU who just lost their head coach and just isn't isn't in this game. They're just not and they're not going to be able to tackle for 40 or 60 minutes this this Air Force team. It's 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 brutal. It's like death by a thousand cuts. So
0: it'll be tough and dude, honestly Honestly, I, and I guess the JMU game or or, or the JMU Air Force miss already got released. So there's no spoilers here, Um, but that Air Force game or or Air Force JMU, it's called like, isn't it like the Lockheed Martin army? Army Army So so that is a, you know, a, Part of the military, or so, like Lockheed Martin is like what the main product or bullet tells that's that's, that's that's
1: employer, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, that's my employer. Shout out, I like mean, Martin. everyone, head yeah, to so the bowl. They have uh,
0: <laughs> what, is, what is it you guys sell? I'm not uh, familiar. Um, with. I know it's a part of the military, but what is it that you guys supply?
1: So, uh, I mean, I'll give you a quick rundown. It is the uh, world's largest government contractor uh we make everything from the f35s to missiles to radars to satellites and anything in between
0: so right so government government contractor obviously involved with the military and armed forces and you have yeah. you know a service academy playing in the bowl game that it's named after so <laughs> it seems like how the hell can you have uh you know the service academy lose in a game that it's kind of named after not named after but you know what i'm getting at here yeah um in terms of what i got i got nothing left stay tuned for the rest of boldness uh you know that's all i got and i'll let you guys shut it down
2: i didn't mean adrian hauser david More eagle man
1: More eagle guys thank you for having me and uh hopefully everyone ends up in the green this weekend